Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 420. And today we're going to be looking at the city of Gene Key number four, the divine gift of Gene Key number four, which is forgiveness. And this is just without any exaggeration, the complete return of the universe, the entire universe, to its original source. This is the pursuing of the spiral of time right before the moment of the wound, right after the moment of the wound, because the wound happens in a second, right? In, total, in the entire universe, it's the spiral of creation through this universe, this concoction of universes, right? A multiverse, if you want to call it this multiverse that, uh, well, we're getting into <laughs> kind of like very um, subtle definitions of words that, that you know, don't, cannot really explain this stuff, but Forgiveness at this level is, is is beyond understanding. It's 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 the the final consequence of that journey of letting go, of looking for answers, of looking for a solution, of seeking for an explanation, seeking for enlightenment. Right? There's no seeking here. There's no there's no realization anymore. There's no uh, uh, um, commitment to anything. There is nothing. There is only the source. And um, this understanding, this, this, like, this is not even an understanding. <laughs> it's, it's like, that's why it's hard to explain this stuff, right? Because cities, the divine gifts are... Um, I mean, Richard Rod talks about this stuff. I don't know if he has experienced this or not. I mean, he's just, I think, I think he's just, you know, imagining what would it be? Because no one, I mean, if you, if you, if you have this realization, you're no longer hanging out here. You're no longer talking to people. Um, you might not even be in the body anymore. You, you might even just dissolve. I mean, not, I guess not necessarily just yet, because you still have one door to go, right? Um, but so I, like I always say, it's it's um, I, I'm I always find it a challenge to talk about these divine gifts because there is really no words to talk about them. Um, but it's beautiful to have the concept just so that we know what's ha- what what it's at the very core of all of this change because this is all about change. What is it going to be eventually? And we're talking about this great transformation. It's going to take about a couple hundred years. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking probably from a hundred to five hundred years. But um, but it begins in in in. It's, it begins now. It it already started it around twenty twenty twelve, and and it's this this transition from here to twenty thirty twenty thirty to thirty three. It's kind of like the movement of, of that dissolution of that old power structure and the exposure of the truth and around 2030, then that's really the, the movement that completely like pushes all of this stuff forward. 
until you know the entire of the world you know becomes a completely different civilization and uh but the beauty of it is not getting there the beauty of it is being here a lot of people get stuck in this like you know i want to be enlightened you know and there's like i'm going to be doing all these disciplines you know early in the morning and throughout the entire day for like years and years and years and that's great if that's your call if you really feel like that's your excitement that's fine tibetan monks have been doing that for generations and some of them do really achieve connection to the what they call the rainbow body but um but the real journey is there's a reason why we're here now and there's a reason why we are who we are now with all that we are if you look at yourself honestly where are you with all of your you know um weakness and strengths and your specific configuration of of healing that you're here to to um to bring to yourself cuz this is the the part that I keep bringing up and it's um I keep saying we are the individual and simultaneously we are we are the entire of humanity and it's like yes people hear it okay that sounds like a nice philosophy right but I don't say it as a philosophy it is the truth it is what it, it it's like I keep saying this technology that we are riding in this reality these bodies it's so advanced that that it can contain and appear to separate one whole in infinite vehicles. And that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about spiritual and biotechnology. So advanced. And what I mean by advanced is I'm comparing it to what the computer world, you know, the artificial intelligence, you know, data-driven, mind-driven technology that we have, you know, evolved to this point in which we have right now this computer world, right? Server world, internet, all of this stuff, right? That stuff is is um, is baby saliva. <laughs> it's just baby drool. It's not. It's like it's it's primitive beyond primitive, and um, because the true technology is unhackable. That technology, anybody can hack it. I mean, not anybody. You, you you have to learn how to do it. But this stuff is unhackable. This technology, what we have, our bodies and all of that stuff, the only way that anybody can... Uh, <laughs> it's not even awake. It's, it's not even true. But people can convince other people that they, they can give their power away. And that's how you could say it's hackable. But it's it's just convincing somebody else to f- believe a lie. But the truth is that it can't be hack- hackable. And what does all of this have to do with forgiveness? Because we're going to be talking about today about uh, ancient bloodlines. And how this city obliterates entire uh, uh, genetic uh, predispositions. In, 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 in physical and spiritual and emotional and, and all of these experiences that haven't been properly digested throughout millennia, millennia, or even in, through other civilizations before this one. And, and, and how at the very end, this uh, 
divine gift of forgiveness ultimately becomes the dissolution of time itself. Because it comes from the future. And we're going to be looking at that. What is it? How can for, forgiveness is not evolving? It's, 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 it's closing in on us. It's a, um, it has to do with, with a spiral of creation from the very core of that sacred wound piercing through this reality and all of us, the light of healing, going right along it, like sealing that wound as we experience life in this reality. And then ultimately, like, it's like, it's like the forgiveness is the, is the, is the after effect of, of the creation of the universe. It's created through a wound because we have to be open here and then lost or not pretend that, not pretend, but you know, like we created something so real that we had to forget who we are in order for us to, to fully experience it. And that is the wound, right? And so that forgiveness comes along with that because uh, we're here lost and afraid and and we feel unworthy and 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 all of our problems come from that right and so talking about this city i believe that there's the reason the purpose of 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 contemplating this divine gifts is just so that we know at the very core of our of our beings that we are being taken care of like we are not alone and lost in this universe there is an underlying beyond beyond f force if you want to call it like all of these words are insignificant that holds everything together and these 64 ways of explaining the same thing in this case is forgiveness right it holds us together so when you contemplate this you are sort of kind of like making a um tiling the floor of the future so that we are like planting the seeds in consciousness so that this can bloom organically and it's coming in the new generations the new the, the children are popping it's like popcorn there's one here pop another here pop and they're popping all over the world and at some point in the next I don't know. I mean, I could totally be wrong. This could be happening in the next 50 years. It could be that this accelerates and we'd make this transition. I don't I don't think so, but I think it's all I mean, we already have some of these kids bringing these cities throughout the the, the entire world. So <clears throat> at some point the popcorn is going to be a pop, pop 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 and that at that point we have critical mass. And and then civilization just makes a quantum quantum leap. But enough old people need to die, you know, to take away that consciousness. I'm not saying that the old people need to be killed or anything. It's just naturally through life, people, old people die. And a perception of a specific point of perception of reality goes with it. And then a new generation comes with a new frequency. And that's what's happening. So let's dive into what author Richard Rod says about this. Like I said, I'm not a teacher of anything. I'm a student of the great work. I go through this stuff and I contemplate it because these words mean nothing. This is just philosophy. This is nothing. It's what these words give you that you that you establish that connection with God and you're going to get your knowledge that is visceral beyond the mind. And that's an understanding in the body. 
that comes from your com connection with God. That natural, it, 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 at some point after you're contemplating this stuff, you just get stuff that goes beyond the words. And particularly this uh, fourth jinky, because this fourth jinky is all about mind tripping, head tripping, trying to look for answers to solutions, trying to figure out the universe. You know, which is, you know, that's what the mind is constantly doing. You see, and pseudo-enlightened people, right, like saying, yada, 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 I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. And the frequency vibration feels off. After a while, you're hearing them, you start feeling like kind of drained, and you're like, okay, shut up. Or you just have to look at them and go like, well, they don't look very happy. It's because of the mind. The mind... It, it's not meant to do this. But we've talked about that yesterday. If you're new to the podcast, you want to go to jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the very bottom, there's a tab that says Gene Keys. You can click on that one and learn more about what we're doing here. This is a way of healing ourselves among so much stuff. But you can listen to a, that podcast episode if you want to like get started. You know, what is he talking about, Right. And, uh, and there's also links there to the Gene Keys website and all that stuff. And there's an explanation of how to use this map to heal yourself, the hologenetic profile. And on the About tab, we got the, um, an explanation on, on episode one of what is Planet Homemaking? What's our goal? What are we what, what, what is this? Why is this podcast here? What, what's our purpose, ultimately? We're using the Gene Keys. It's all about this forgiveness, right? This It's all about getting to a point that you heal yourself so that you can awaken your genius so that you can contribute to the creation of the future or the catching of the future because <laughs> it's coming to you from the future. You're like, you just got to learn how to open your arms and just look at the right place and catch it because it's coming. And if you're not looking in the right place, you know, you end up in other timelines and, and there's a bunch of creepy stuff lining up for people. Look, I'm here because I'm a cyborg, you know, put in implant this narrow, narrow chip in your brain so that you can see the internet in your mind. Do not go those rabbit, down those rabbit holes. That technology, it's so easy to hack. You, you become a, you lose your connection to, to, to the Akash records, to the infinite knowledge of the universe. It's a, it's a job. This is the, <clears throat> the tiny little whiny path. But it's full of flowers and it's full of beauty and, and just, just a matter of learning how to enjoy this ride instead of trying to get there right away. You know, I'm going to be immortal tomorrow with this artificial intelligence in my cranium, right? <laughs> so we also have a new tab at the bottom and I'll lead you to a page that has the link to our Telegram channel and our chat room and, uh, and uh, our Truth Social account and soon we will have a Twitter uh, handle there. And uh, this is where we post all the stuff that's currently being censored worldwide. It's very important that we know what's going on because there are several timelines and the mainstream people and the mainstream are losing awareness that there, is another, there are other choices. So, and, 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 and what is really going on on, on on a physical level, right? Because we're here, physical in this reality. We have our anchor in the heavens but we are here and we learn to know we got to learn how to live here and 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 exist simultaneously in all of these levels of reality so uh you can follow us there and all of that stuff there but let's dive into the city of jinky number 4 and this is what richard Rudd is talking about 
through the rupturing of the fourth shadow of intolerance that we have covered in the past few episodes, understanding, which is the gift of Jinky number four, will take the place of this search for information. We will no longer need to logically make sense of the paradoxes of existence because our new center of awareness will give us a physical and vibrational understanding of life, of existence, of the universe. We're going to know things. This is knowing. This goes beyond the search for answers. It's, 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 this is the remembering I'm talking about. The reconnection to the source. And you do that through joy. Joy is the, is the way through. You connect with your joy. You follow your excitement. And you're moving in a specific timeline that it's specifically like you're that very specific beam of light of the light of creation. And you're shining on this reality at a very specific, you're, you're shining a very specific line through. And, and it's you. No one can tell you what that is, right? So the role of logic in our world will totally change. It will no longer be used to defend our prejudices and fears for purely personal benefit. Logic at its highest frequency is a means to orchestrate the most efficient society possible. That's what we looked yesterday in the, in the, in the gift of understanding. True efficiency is based upon the higher holistic understanding of living systems. Once our understandings shows us how connected we all are to each other. And I want to take the next step because this is what he's saying. He's saying we are connected. And I think that's a misunderstanding. We are the same being. There is no connection to be made. And, I'm, and yes, I'm getting word Nazi here. But you know, it's like, yes, of course, you can say it like that. But it's very important that we st step out of this trying to connect to others. And realize that you're really looking at yourself. When you look at another person and they're like amazing, you're like, that's the part of me that takes care of that stuff. Now that's love. Because that there's no more jealousy. There's no more competition. There's no more polarity. There's no more, you know, like, who are you? It's like, you're me. And simultaneously, I am myself. I am my own beam of the light of creation. I am my own essence, my own perspective my own choices so this is the, this is how I keep telling you this is such an advanced technology we are riding these bio machines it's such an incredibly advanced technology but we need to make that that jump from seeing you know oh we need to become one no we need to realize who we are so but but let's just use this word so that we can see how it, it goes right um, once our understanding shows us how connected we all are to each other, we will see for ourselves that selfishness is, is the most inefficient frequency of all. And again, this is the same concept. Selfishness, the way that, that Richard Rudd is talking about this, he still is, is looking at the two people. And because we have selfishness in the way of like, I don't see anybody but me and I'm going to eat the whole cake. This is what corporations do. This is what, you know, people and families do because they need power, because they need control, because they need whatever fucking head trip they're tripping on. Right? 
<clears throat> but when you understand the next iteration of that concept, which is that the ultimate selfishness is when you see yourself as the entire of humanity and you are so connected with your joy, that joy becomes the love that you give. When you connect out to the world, you're not connecting out to the world. You're giving yourself that love. That is the divine selfishness, if you want to call it. So that's 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 the... I know this is a, a plain... Uh, I'm doing a play on words, and you can say it's all philosophy ultimately, right? Because I'm trying to talk about stuff that you can't really talk about in words. But what I'm trying to say is that this evolution is not about... Evolving from selfishness. Yes, it is about evolving from selfishness from the point of view like there's other people, right? From that point of view, yes. But from the point of view that you're recognizing that you're literally the other person too. Every single one of them. And the way to love everyone is to follow your joy. It's a joy that creates love and abundance and light everywhere you go because a lot of people think that that joy is just like you know i'm going to make all the money and take it all from everybody that is not joy that is fear when you say i'm gonna make all the money but you know at the same time everybody's gonna make all the money that's still not the ultimate solution because money is not necessarily like important at this point but we're talking about giving and we're talking about expanding and there's like a step stone right but my point is, you are not looking at another person. You are not looking at taking from others. That's, I think that's the, the most important leap here. You're not taking from others because there are no others. Would you take yourself your own hand off? Oh, I'm going to take this hand and put it in my pocket because I found it here. That would be stupid. <laughs> your hand is stick to your, hand, to your arm for a reason. So that you can use it, you're not like, I'm going to take my hand and take it for later so that I can use it. But you chopped it off from yourself. That's what happens when we abuse other people. We've all done that. It's like taking your own hand off. Think about that one. So the city of forgiveness is born out of understanding, right? The gift of, of the fourth gift. But it occurs when a being makes a leap beyond understanding Forgiveness is a stage further on from social revolution. And we talked about social revolution yesterday because that's, that's the 49th 40, gift, right? Um, the revolutions really never change the world. They just change society for a little time. Because what is a revolution? It's a circle. It's going back to the, the, the same point. You got a little bit of disorder and change and then suddenly like the political powers take over and they, they kind of stabilize the whole thing. And then at that point, they can just start saying, well, we put it back together. Who wants who's going to bid for control now? And then, you know, put your bid now. It's for sale again. And then it goes back to cycle because it's a cycle. But if it turns into a spiral, that it's a whole other thing because now you're moving octaves above. You're moving to the next octave. It's like music. But it's going up in a spiral. So, so, um, so, um, um, so the highest possibility of the 49th jinky, and remember this for this, again, all of these jinkies have programming partners. 
There's 32 programming partners. Each one, there have two. So there's 64 jinkies. And each one of these programming partners, they're little engines. And the shadow, they create your house, your, your whole reality becomes a drama because one leads to another, leads to the same one, leads to another, leads to the back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But when you evolve it to the gift, it becomes this epic like engine for, for fulfillment. And then when that evolves to the city, which, you know, we're just jab jabbering here. We don't even know what this means. That's divine gift of forgiveness, you know. I mean, at this point, you have this divine gift of forgiveness coupled by the city of rebirth, right? The 49th city, the 49th divine gift. Now at that level, you have that engine. That's an engine of pure God. Rebirth leads to forgiveness, leads to rebirth, leads to forgiveness. What does that even mean? It's beyond anything we can imagine at this point. So this highest possibility of the 49 Chinki is the city of rebirth. And it's the city that always awakens alongside forgiveness. We're talking about a forgiveness that is not just like, oh, I forgive you because you punched me. This is a whole other level of, we're going to get, this is the universal panacea that we're talking about at the beginning of this. We're getting to that one, right? And so um, forgiveness is, is, you know, as we have seen, understanding leads to serve through some kind of social reform. But forgiveness is a pure Cidic state, and it has no sense of restlessness at all. Because remember, on the shadow of the intolerance, we have the internal restlessness. That's why we're seeking for answers, or totally giving up and become apathetic on the repressive side. On the gift, right? On the awakening, on, on understanding, that restlessness turns into giving. That's why it's a gift. And now you become a, a caretaker for humanity, right? Because you are humanity. It, you're trans- every, moment, every movement from the shadow to the gift is movement from um, self-importance. And, 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 and um, it's moving from self-importance to, to service. You know, I'm so important and my life is so fucked up that I need to tell everybody that I'm so fucked up. Ooh, 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 look at me. You know, while there's like people being bombed in countries, while there's people being trafficked, sex traffic, you know, use your gift to solve a problem. Get out of yourself. This is kind of the, the selfishness we're talking about. This me, 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 me. Look at me. I'm so fucked up. You know, and that's the shadow. And I'm not judging it. I'm, I'm just we all have this within ourselves. We all are making these transitions. So when we move to the gift now, we're givers. And we're given to the whole. And again, the whole is us, but you know. So, but at the end, and so in this case, we got the restlessness of the intolerance transformed. That restlessness there, still there, but it's a restlessness for social change. Now you're a giving. You're giving because you're feeling the pain of the world. And you become a giver to society. But on the city, that's the third, the third iteration of that. The restlessness is gone. There's nothing. All Cidic states are the end of the line. They represent the absolute transcendence of our genetics and the end of the human experience. What I mean by human experience is the experience of polarity, the experience of lack. Because you, when you return back to absolute abundance, there is, there is no, 
No, like, I got to get there. You are there, right? And we were there before incarnation, but without the full experience of the physical experience. And there's a big difference because before that, we don't have the ability to transcend reality through mass, through matter. When you come down here and you're able to transcend matter, now you can go into other universes. And the journey keeps going. But that's a whole other story for another day. So forgiveness is the thunderbolt that is released when a being attains Christ consciousness. This is why I keep telling you this stuff is just pure philosophy. I'm just blabbering here. This realization is beyond any words, right? It's like a cosmic warmth that melts the borders and boundaries within the world of reality of matter. Forgiveness allows the truth behind all form to be seen. It allows one to see through and become one with truth. The great mystery about the power of forgiveness is actually concerning time. Because forgiveness represents an involving force rather than an evolving one. Because it comes from the future. This stuff has already happened. When you understand this collapsing of time... And, and again, understanding at this point is not even existent. You're beyond understanding. <laughs> We're talking about, and this is not just for this jinky, right? I see this is literally the process that happens when you reach that sixth seal, the golden door that opens opens to the room of of the of the, of the sixty four doors, right? That's the the seventh seal. When you reach to that level. At that point, um, everything is everything is dissolved, and it begins by the dissolution dissolution of time. Well, it doesn't begin because you know it already started collapsing. Once you move through the fourth seal, it started collapsing. But by that point, there's no time, and so you know, understanding that it comes from the future, it, it really understanding the social revolution that happened with the new generation of children that start bringing these new genetics. That are, they're not polarized. They're not seeking for answers. They know. They know we all are one. So they come here with the mindset of how can we help each other? Not with the mindset of like, my, 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 my. Fuck you. Don't take my shit or I'll kill you. That's the old, the old guard. And that's, that's being dissolved right now. So the... This forgiveness comes from the future because we've already in the future because there's no time. These children have already changed reality. So this divine quality descends like Christ into the world of form, this forgiveness. And it lays a hand upon all of humanity and works his way back through time, borrowing into our collect collective time, collective past. Releasing and freeing energy that has lain trapped and stagnant for eons. So it's going like as, as, the, as the moment of the rupture of the universe happened and, and all of us were created at that moment to heal it by having the experience of living here. It going, it's going all the way to the beginning of time. It's take, it's, it's, it happens in an instant and it's taken all of time. Whatever that means. Right? You have, this is the stuff you have to contemplate 
<laughs> because the true information, <clears throat> the true realization comes from your contemplation and it's not thinking. You can think all you want about this stuff and philosophize it in your head. But the true knowledge, the true knowing, because there's a difference between knowledge and knowing, it, you will feel it in your body. You will just go like, oh, wow. Oh, my God. You just got it. And then you're trying to put it into words and it doesn't come out because you got something. <clears throat> this is the contemplation. This is the work. So um, <clears throat> this is the healing of our ancestral bloodline. Forgiveness moves down the ancestral bloodlines of all humanity in this way. Dissolving genetic blocks and lifting karmic curses wherever it travels. This is why the city of forgiveness is capable of inducing miracles. It can release a karmic debt that has stagnated for generations. And it's instantaneous. Right. And, and I, I guess you, we, we have do, we do have glimpses of this city. Right. <clears throat> we all have moments, <clears throat> moments of grace where we see the, we see heaven. And in that moment, that light goes through and it heals your entire bloodline. So it's not like we are we have to wait until we totally like dawn Christ consciousness in all of reality. And everybody's like, woohoo, kumbaya. Right. It it it. This contemplation, there are moments just like St. Francis of Assisi at some moment, you know, watching the stars, just realize it, you know, and then now you're there. Or there are moments when you're suddenly watching the, 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 the reflection of the sun in the river and then whew, it washes you over. Or you have an experience that totally wakes you up. I mean, I don't know. Everybody's different and we all have different moments through which this divine gift can show us. It's mercy, right? It's infinite mercy. <clears throat> and this is how this stuff happens. Uh, <clears throat> so, um, this mysteries, are, this mysteries uh, we're going to be looking at that when we reach to the uh, 22nd Jinky. That's the, that talks about the seventh seal. But, um, you know, this is a journey. We're going to be going through it through the entire year. So the fourth city is a primary agent of divine grace. It does not adhere to human laws. It concerns the resolution of all debts at all levels. Because it is also a part of the ring of union. And we're talking next year, we're going to be talking about the rings. And this ring has fourth, um, four jinkies. And the, the fourth uh, jinky is one of them. The ring of union. This is the, this is the very specific order of, of jinkies that will trigger that transmutation within all of us to realize the truth that we are one. This fourth city, the fourth city of, you know, of this uh, fourth city, the, the ultimate role is to bring humanity into a collective union through the resolution of karmic debt. So this forgiveness goes throughout all of history, not just this civilization, but however many civilizations were in this planet before this one and civilizations before we were in this planet, in other reality, in other planets, in other reality, goes all the way to the beginning of the universe. This universe or this multiverse, because there's infinite multiverses, right? And, and, and that's why it's like, 
<laughs> I don't even see it like Richard Rudd sees it like it's coming from the future, but I don't even see it like that. I see it like it's the dissolution of time itself. And that is the forgiveness. The forgiveness is the dissolution of time. Because we have all this, uh, you know, karma to pay in time and we keep coming back, you know, to pay the karma because you were an asshole in a past life and you murder people. Now you're here and now you're being like, you know, you're playing the other side of, 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 the, of, of, of the story, right? Because we have to balance this equation. But when you understand this, that the love of God, that it's beyond any of anything we, we can, we, at this, I mean, yeah, we, we, we can get to moments where we see it. But this love is really obliteration of, of, of all these perceptions of, of separation and all of this pain and suffering that we're carrying within our genetics. So forgiveness is a collective phenomenon. And again, he keeps talking about collective because he needs to, to address that we are separate, but I disagree with him. There is no collective. It doesn't exist. There is only one being here. And it's so advanced that it appears to be separated, right? But this forgiveness is really a miracle. As more beings bring this city into the world, they play their part in releasing the humanity's collective karma. And this is happening. The new children are coming with a new coding on their DNA. And uh, these people, these, these entities, right, they, they hold nothing. They hold on to nothing in life. Because that's really the, the core of this in, the intolerance shadow of this jinky number four. Clinging. You know, they're clinging to stuff, clinging to answers. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. They are the embodiment of giving these new entities, right? They have moved beyond understanding and they are the truth. Which is, you know, I mean, what does that even mean? You contemplate on that one. So this forgiveness that we know now, it's like a tiny shadow in comparison to the beyondness of the fourth city of forgiveness. Pure forgiveness is a universal panacea that radiates in every direction through all time and space. It is the final answer to all the questions. Because we're, we're looking from the shadow of intolerance at this journey of looking for answers Reaching, organizing, it's all the mind. We'll never give you answers. And then we break through by stop being self-involved and start thinking, or not thinking, start becoming givers. And now you're you're, now you're reconnected with humanity. And now you're of service. So that's how you break out of the shadow. And then the next level is when that whole thing dissolves in, back into the universe, right? When all is forgiven, forgiveness itself no longer exists. There is just life. There is just truth. There is just God. The final destiny of the fourth city is to rupture the connection between the past and the future. And I would add, that's what he sees, I would say, to dissolve time itself. That is the destiny of the fourth city of forgiveness, to dissolve time and bring an end to the logical fabric of space-time itself. And when it, what it means like logical fabric is, is the constant search for truth. 
the 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 constant craving for returning to love because when you have returned there's you're not you're no you're no searching you know once you got to your destination you're there it's like okay now the journey's over true forgiveness is merciless because it returns everything to its source the ultimate goal of forgiveness is to bring an end to all of reality and 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 i'm going to kind of like because this kind of could be misunderstood. The way that I see it is when you had the entire journey. And not only you, but all of the universe had the journey. And now we return back with all of this experience. But but it, we are not returning back. We are going another octave. And this universe is transmuting into a completely different universe. It's it's going a whole other level. So this is the part that I think this is this is this is why he's this is a, this is a contemplation. He's looking pure annihilation and all of this stuff. I don't see that. I don't see that and you know it this isn't a matter of seeing. It's a matter of what happens when you have no time. And and it might it appears from your perspective of I'm this little self here worried about paying my rent and shit, right? From that perspective, yes, it's pure annihilation. There's no time. There's nothing. There's you, you lost your house, you lost your car, and your you know whatever you know groceries you had in <laughs> it's like it's all gone. But when you understand that. We are eternal beings that live without time, that are be even beyond the creation of this universe. And it's not that we're beings, but we are one whole, the entire of life. That is so advanced that it can appear to have, and, and, it, it, and it does have. It's like it's, this is, I guess this is the divine dichotomy. It does have, and it appears to have simultaneously. All of these points of perspective, angles from which reality is experienced. This is what we are. This is, this is our heritage. So it's like true forgiveness dissolves the need for anything to be forgiven. Because at that point there is nothing. There is just the universe itself. There is not that journey. So this is why the city is it's not something that you... That we can you can really contemplate like um in a matter of of how can I use this in my life now? This isn't about using this the cities are not about using you using them in your life. The cities it is about it's 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 the evolution where we're going. And we're not going I don't I don't we're not going into an, an a pure annihilation of the world but of form itself. We're going to another octave of reality. I don't even know what that means. It's a whole other experience where, you know, you are one with the entire universe. I mean, how does it feel to, f how would it feel to literally be the walls of your house and, and, and just at the same simultaneously be the wind in the, in the lungs of a bird and simultaneously feel the pulsations of a pulsar, you know, a hundred thousand light years away. This is what we're talking about. And even beyond that, because there's stuff we don't even know. So this is why uh, I don't really like talking about the cities, because it's just speculation. But 
it's beautiful to observe because it gives you a sense of 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 the of the the immensity of the love that holds us here we are not alone we are not this wretched creature abandoned here to fend off for itself we are the universe we are infinitely loved and this is our destiny we have reached the end of the episode today thank you thank you so much for listening you can follow us on telegram you can listen to the podcast and all this apple podcast and podbean and spotify and all this stuff and um, we have a, a telegram chat room and um Thank you. All of that stuff is on Jorn.tv. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.